Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 64. That is Ba'is Benimi Shir for men, Shir number 64. One of the most encouraging news that you can have is that even if in the beginning or for a very long time you had your marriage, you worry and you regret things that were not done correctly, whether it's halachais or hashkafais or in your behaviors that caused the marriage not to be so ideal. And now you look at things and you realize you want to build your marriage on the foundation of purity, on the foundation of a love, of a foundation of doing it the right way. So is there, is it possible? A hundred percent it's possible. It's something that Hashem wants and desires. That's called sincere tshuva. When you look and make a cheshben nefesh and you want to learn the lessons to be healthier, and that's his chachas. Hashem loves that. Hashem wants that. And it's beloved. And the real chiddush is, in Sifrei Hasidus, they discuss this. The concept of tshuva is that not only is every yerida, every descent for the purpose of an aliyah to get up and go back up, but the yerida itself is part and parcel of the ultimate aliyah. The yerida itself is part of the aliyah. Now, of course, before you're making a choice, you need to do your best to make the best choice. But once a choice was made, or if you struggled and you fell, that yerida becomes part of the process. It's ultim- it, it, it is part of the process of the aliyah. There's a Pasik that says, Hashem mitzadei gover koinanu vidarko yechbats. This is a Pasik in Tehillim. And it means as follows, that Hashem, from Hashem comes all the steps of a person and he shall favor his ways. Which means, in other words, that even though we do have Bechira, 100%, and but the bottom line is the outcomes of that Bechira sometimes... Of course, is always hashkacha pratis. Is hashkacha pratis. So this is the idea to understand that idea. It's a deep concept, but we need to have a muna to believe that idea that everything is hashkacha pratis. So the the idea is is like this. A Jew needs to know that even though he sinned and he fell, or in the context we're talking about now made poor choices in their married life up to this point, and you're pained by it. The key really is that right now, listening to this, you should not feel depressed, you should not feel despondent, and to remember that the circumstances of your life, no matter what your choices were, were orchestrated by Hashem, so that this downward part should lead to a great aliyah. And this descent that you went down is to take those sparks of Kedusha and bring it up. Now, of course, Likitchila, you're not supposed to do this before you're making the choice. But after the choice, this is the right Hashkafa. It does not have to be logical to the human mind. And you could ask questions on it. But this is the way Hashem wants us to look at it, and it's totally MS. After it's done, Right now listening to this, and you have regrets, and you want to change things, tshuva 
helps, not only helps uh, fix the from now on, but heals the past. A beautiful muscle for this to, to, to try to explain how could you say that you made a free choice making a wrong decision and then after the fact you're saying that it's Hashem's will and you're headed in the right direction and it's for the purpose of an of a aliyah. To explain that will give a muscle. Let's say a person is on a ship and the ship is going towards the west and the person is standing on the ship, on the ship itself, and the person on the ship is walking from towards the east in the opposite way. So his movements takes him towards the east, right? He's walking the sh- in, in the ship as it's traveling. He's walking from the west of the ship to the east of the ship. But if the whole ship is traveling towards the west, that's what's happening. So it's similar to this. The whole world is that ship. Hashem is the captain. He's leading us where he wants us to, to go. So we may at times get feel lost, feel disoriented, but that's because we were walking on the ship towards the opposite way. But what we do is, is once we correct ourselves and orient ourselves and stop doing that and face ourselves towards the west where the ship is going, that is the healing process of tshuva. Now, it's very important to understand that oina is a mitzvah. But very often when people hear this word oina as a mitzvah, it burdens them. It creates a, a grating on the nerves because it feels like a oil now. It's something you have to do. But one needs to understand, just in general, when they understand the panemius of mitzvahs, that the mitzvah does not and should not, and it's not meant to diminish the pleasure and the joy of the physical intimacy. And that is very, very important. So here is a thing that um, in the book Holy Intimacy, one of the authors, uh, Rivka Slanim, brings this down. She says that she was a kala, the morning of her wedding. Her grandfather called her into her office. And he said, in Yiddish, but in English translation, he said, the world thinks you get married to have fun and enjoy a nice apartment and your silly towels, meaning, you know, using fancy towels and so on and so forth. But no, we're getting married because Hashem told us to get married. That's what her grandfather told her. And she remembers being a little upset about this and even a little angry about this because it's sort of like raining on a, on, on on her simcha. You know, she, it's her most important day, the wedding day, looking so much forward to it. And now you're saying, eh, it's not to have fun, it's not to enjoy, it's just a, it is a mitzvah. So, but later on she realized that what her grandfather was doing is explaining the true important lesson that it's counterintuitive but precisely when we move away from thinking of ourselves, we connect to something higher and we have a higher experience. So the mitzvah aspect of it, looked upon that way, will not diminish physical pleasure or emotional pleasure, but will increase it because you're aligned with your true self and who you're meant to be and what marriage is meant to be, which is larger than us in particular. 
when it's it's not it's it's really about climbing upwards day after day for the rest of our lives, and very often it is hard work, but that hard work is indeed rewarding. It's very important to know that in these days, in Ikvasa the Mashiach, as Mashiach is ready to come, the forces of the Yitzhahara is very strong, tries to create disagreements and machlekes between a husband and a wife. Because why? Very simply, because shalom between them, between a husband and a wife, mirrors, we said this many times, but it mirrors the union of the male and female aspects of Hashem above, which is a Kabbalistic concept. Of course, Hashem is not male, not female, but you have this union of kutshebarichu ushchinte, that the shchina, which is Hashem, manifests itself in a, in a female uh, uh, expression, is united with kutshebarichu. So the idea is there's a unification in a Kabbalistic concept that's really happening between a male and a female, and by us down here, between husband and wife, connect that way, you're bringing a, 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 a union of, of Hashem, Kutshebrechu Ushchinte, Hashem and its Shechina, its manifestation, and you bring the you bring the Gula closer. You see here that we talked about this before, that marital relations is not just a mitzvah, it's Kaidish Kadashim. And we also need to do our best to make a Mikdash Ma'at, keeping Taras HaMeshpacha properly, putting into our marriage a Kedusha. And as you go up onto Harabayas and you go into Kaidish HaKadoshim and you move up, that brings you with that behavior to actually physically be zoiche to go towards the base of Migdash that will be built Bismanazeh. We said in prior Shurim that in Tanakh, the Kodesh, the, the Kodesh Kadoshim is referred to Chadar Hamitois, which is a bedroom. So here is the idea. We're going to talk now a little bit about uh, the concept of Tznias. And it's understood that it's as follows. Modesty, before Adam and Chava, before the Chet Eitz Hadas. Okay, and this is a concept. Basically, the idea is, is Sinius means you're embracing the holiness of your body. And again, for the wives, this is a men's share, but we express to the wives that because the female body is a nace, it's, a, it's, it's just like by a man's body. It's the stamp of Hashem. It is the chosen base Hamed Migdash for the Neshama. The Neshama needs to come in. And the soul of the man goes into a male body. The soul of a woman goes into a woman body. And this body is the vessel, is the base Hamigdash of the Neshama that's going to come in. Similarly to the Shechina coming into the Beis HaMikdash, the Neshama goes into the body which is potentially a Beis HaMikdash. And therefore, this idea of using intimacy in a, in a, in a special holy way creates a bringing down of the Shechina in the most special way. Now we're going to talk briefly 
about the concept of Kedushin, which is a fascinating concept, which people before they're married and people are married a long time can learn an extremely valuable lesson from it. So it's very important that even your sons and daughters that are ready to get engaged should hear this. People who are married should hear this. There are two uh, stages of marriage. One is called Kedushin and one is called Nisuin. And Kedushin is a concept of where it's forbidden still to have relations. And then by Nisuin, the full-fledged Nisuin, you, that's when there's physical intimacy. And we know basically the idea that before marriage, they're separated, two halves. And the key really is to understand is that when there is physical intimacy after the Nisuin, that's when there's a full unification taking place physically because it creates a bond and that creates an emotional and spiritual bond. This is an explanation as well as to why it's so important to hold back from sexual expression before marriage. Because what happens is, very often, especially for women, if they kiss or cuddle or think of a man in a romantic way, there's there's hormones that fulfill her system that connect an attachment. And the problem is, one needs to realize that that feeling does not make it allowed to act on, but we understand what it does. It actually is a connective union. Now, the idea behind this powerful drive, the sexual drive, is to turn us towards our soulmate, towards our real life, who we are meant to to marry. But we need to realize that if we engage in this physical sexual activity prior to marriage, it could lead you in an opposite way from your soulmate. And even if ultimately it comes out you marry that person that you had relations with before you got married with her, and now you married her, still at that point it was not the right place and time for that reunion. It's meant to take place after marriage. So one needs to understand whatever culture you're in, and even if you take away the halachic aspects of a physical relationship prior to marriage, just on a basic human level, physical relationships can complicate things, could create danger, dangerous situations. And it's, 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 it's very um, unhealthy, even for your physical health, it could cause a lot of problems, as we have explained and will explain in future shiurim. So the idea is, is that when we are an adolescent, we experience puberty, which is sexual mat- uh, maturity, hormonal levels, and so on and so forth. And this continues to grow into the 20s. And therefore, it's harder for teenagers to hold back from these new experiences. That's why with teenagers, they, there's a lot of unsafe driving They experiment with alcohol, with drugs, and with sexual experiences because of their impulse control is difficult because the the puberty that started continues to grow and develop until into the early 20s. But the Torah gives us a framework to control these desires. And yes, the inner desire to 
the sexual desire that one often feels is an inherently a healthy thing because the purpose is is to connect with that woman that you are meant to marry. It is our yearning in a deep level to be with our other half. People don't think along those lines. They think it's just taiva. But the idea being is that, that the panemius of it is really wanting to connect with your soulmate that Hashem gives you in marriage. It's, but, and therefore, because that is true, one needs to do their best to guard against unhealthy expression of it until it is that point when you are married and then you can express it in the most beautiful way. Bracha Natslacha.